All right, so fucking Nazis! What? <laughs> Hurry up! Do you want waiting on do you? You want to do an introduction princess. or no? You want to just go ahead and because you're going to introduce it later. Well, anyway, I mean, go for it. We're just going to go for it. Hey, everybody! Welcome to another critic podcast. We're talking about movies, both new and on Netflix. This, go, this go time we're talking about all the movies, all the every movies, movie, every movie in the history of the universe. We're doing a century retrospect. <laughs> yeah, whoa, of I didn't the greatest this. films of the last hundred years, minus so one, starting in 1914. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Go, like, why? No, <laughs> because it's <laughs> because that's what you do. That's a significant year. Yeah, it's a very oh, significant. Okay. Year. We're omitting any movies that talk negatively about any dictators or terrorist groups. Though. Oh, of course, nice. of course. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you guys heard. End, of the, end, end of the critic was hacked. Uh, and and, and <laughs> we are not allowed to talk about certain movies. And no. yeah, we are no longer allowed to. I was personally threatened for my hatred of the. Uh, Lord of the Rings films. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was just Matt. I don't know. What? It's an inside what? job. An inside what? job. What? I'm calling you out, sir. That's dumb. <laughs> That's stupid. We need to get that idea. Well, maybe this is a lesson for you, Chris. Don't leave. Don't leave your Facebook don't log leave home without it. Don't don't leave home without it. Don't leave uh, don't leave your Facebook logged in on your own home computer, huh? I, Lock I, that shit up. I guess I'm gonna have to. Uh, no, I'll break into your house and steal all your stuff, which really wasn't that great. I just, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm Way I just, to go! I learned about all your weird sexual preferences, which I should have guessed anyway. <laughs> there really there really wasn't much to leak. Yeah, yeah, yeah there really. Uh, I leaked your finances, but everyone was like, "Okay, he's broke." <laughs> yeah, I don't really care. And uh, uh, you you made off with like my most valuable possessions, which means like Blu-rays. <laughs> like, yeah. oh yeah, got this fully remastered copy of uh, Lawrence of Arabia. I leaked, I leaked your Blu-rays, which are already on the internet. Yeah, so it didn't really do anything. Yeah, it didn't do a damn thing. So well, there it, was you kinda, go. it was kind of a lame leak. <laughs> the least effective terrorist. But attack. hey, you're giving in to my demands. So that's, that's right. Good. Uh, no, this uh, this week we're going to be doing uh, lists, uh, retrospects of the of the last year, and so. some and some other lists. Lists yep. on lists on lists on lists. Yeah. So, Parker, you you, yeah, you got I'll some stuff for us. What do you got? Okay, so first, let's talk about a couple of films off of the twenty five titles added to the National Film Registry. This is always We've fun. Talked about this we're not going to talk about all twenty five, right? We're not going to talk about because last year we did, and and I think we ended up editing out most of it because it was like, yeah, I've never heard of that. Yeah, I never. Heard yeah, of that. pretty much. We went through like fifty, <laughs> and we're like, I don't remember any of this yeah, crap. This I don't know all what garbage. all this is. All right, so here's the ones that got added this year that are worth mentioning: The Big Lebowski. Finally, yeah, this movie's getting so. the. This movie did not did not receive the. Uh, Love that it should have received when it was in theaters. It it it, it got popular through DVD, right. you know, years later. But when it was in theaters, critics were like, "We don't know what to do with this right. movie." Yeah, well, it's very, it's very like as as far as a theater film, it's kind of like, what? yeah, it's a very. But also, if you would have marketed it correctly, you know, what I mean, like, I yeah. feel like it could it could have made it if like the right audience was going to see it or right something. and and, 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 and also the coen brothers weren't in. quite where right. they had done fargo at that point i don't think they had done oh brother no, no they hadn't no, done oh brother at that point brother. so like they were they were known for being like 
These are the weird guys that gave us Blood Simple and then, like, did the Hudsucker right. proxy, which nobody liked, and then Fargo. And then they <laughs> went from that to Big Lebowski. So yeah. I'm really glad that's getting its its due. Um, also, we have Ferris Bueller's Day Off, the John yeah, Hughes excellent. film. Excellent. I'm going to go on a limb. Nice. Best John Hughes film? I can see that. I can see it being up there. I mean, there's... there's I mean, I, Breakfast Club. Some Club's people are going to argue Breakfast Club, and I do love Breakfast Club, but there's just something about Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. Maybe well, it's, but without that, Ferris uh, Bueller's Day Off, we wouldn't have gotten the hit TV show Parker Lewis Can't Lose, <laughs> which is clearly ripping that movie off. Amazing. The amazing film. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with. Uh, of course. Something else. <laughs> I'm going to go with. I had to look it up. So clearly, with, it's uh, my favorite film. Clearly, clearly. Yep, I had this uh, best one. <laughs> let, me, let me just look up who John Hughes is. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, St. Elmo's Fire, what are you going to go with? No, no, uh, no. I'll go with Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I was about to say. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is Ooh, also really ooh, good. Oh, yeah. Okay. But I mean, come on. We're talking about. His John Hughes films, a John Hughes film is not like, even though he did that. Yeah, a John Hughes film is teen. teen, We're talking about a teen movie. Yeah, definitely teen movie. So, yeah, I love Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It's great. We're going to put stipulations on it. Yeah, we are. So, uh, House of the original House of Wax. Do you remember House of Wax with that? Vincent with Price, Paris Hilton? Paris Hilton. I'm yeah, ashamed of that one's not the one getting out of Little Big Man, a Western. Yes. De- Dennis, Dennis, Ho- Dustin Hoffman. Um, we got um, apparently uh, one of the Pixar shorts, Luxo Junior. Never saw it from 1986. Ooh, Co- directed and co-produced by John Lasseter, was the first 3D computer animated film to be nominated for an Oscar. Is that the? Thing? Oh, it's the lamps. The lamps. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. That ki- that yep, was yep, yep. made in 1986. Holy Because didn't they show that before the first? Yep. Toy Story? Yeah. So I mean, that's probably that, updated, but... The, I, I don't know. I think like that might have been the one or something. That's impressive. Whoa. Or maybe there's a different one with lamps that they made in 1986, but that's, that's, that's incredible. incredible. Yeah. In 86. That's incredible. That's, not, that's nuts. I mean, it, it definitely would make sense because like, from 86 to whenever, till whenever Toy Story came out, they were building Pixar. Yeah. Did yeah, you know yeah. I mean? So it was like that oh, moment. Okay. Actually, it was Toy Story 2. Oh, and they showed it probably as a, this is what started our company, maybe? Yeah. Damn. That's impressive. That's um, okay, so then we have... Yeah, the, sh- the short was reissued in 1999, shown before Toy Story 2. Cool. Yep. So we have Rio Bravo. Really? Yep. Yes! So I love Rio Bravo. The, love that movie. The Library of Congress describes uh, this as Howard Hawks' last great film. I would agree with that. Is that, the, uh, is that the fun movie with all the tropical birds? What? <laughs> no, that's just Rio. That's just Rio. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> they did not get at it, unfortunately. Oh, damn. Uh, Rosemary's Baby. Mm. I'm ashamed to admit I've not. I've never I, seen it. I actually have, and I find it very overrated. Really? Oh, well, I mean. Yeah, I didn't like it. But I think Chris would like it. Yes, Chris would like it. I, I might like it a, if I watched it again. It's a horror movie that's up your alley. Oh, okay. It's like I mean, I know super, it's a horror scary, super mood based yeah. horror, and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Rowan Polanski. It's very much yeah. like House of the Devil or something. It's yeah. Very mood based. Okay. Very mood based. Very slow burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Woo! That's so there we go. that's my genre. Yep, that's up Matt's like, alley. It's like my favorite movie. Maybe and I don't know. Wow, that was the that, Big Lebowski and Saving Private Ryan, same year, 1998. 
Wow. Wow. And I wow. think, I think. It's a good year. Good year. <laughs> so, uh, and last but not least, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Nice. Yes. Gene Wilder. Excellent film. So, yeah, that, that, I mean, a bunch of others. <laughs> like, a, there was a, a bunch of others we've never, never heard of. <laughs> the one you mentioned was like this rare film. Yeah, was it was literally. Three reels every, of. Yeah, it's it was not even the whole movie. <laughs> unedited footage of a uh, the first African American Broadway star. That's a film that's getting into. It's like, oh, okay. Okay. Well, great. All right, so <laughs> no, the, the other the other non retrospective list that we got that we go over every year. I'll just pick out a few of these. Is the 2014 blacklist the best ah, un- unproduced I like scripts? I like this. So yep, yep, uh, always you know time. what we should really do. We should go back and see if any of those actually got made into movies this year from last year. Did yeah, you, want- do you, could you find that? Um, I mean, it probably wouldn't take that long to figure out, right? All right. Well, first we have uh, the not the. Well, I guess I should go. We'll just go top five, I guess. Okay. And I'll I'll go down because the I'll go from five down. All right. So, Rot Rothschild, a young, well-educated loner, kills the members of his mother's estranged family one by one in hopes that he will inherit the family's vast fortune. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> That's terrifying. That's that- cool. That, that that could go either way as far as a like serious horror film or like a right. a stupid slasher film. I could see it going either way <laughs> and loving it either but, way. Uh, imagining when it's on this list, that means it's a really good script, right? So like it's probably very like you know smart. Mm-hmm. You know and I mean, like if it if it made its way to this list, so probably the, dumb... the take they uh, they do on it is probably very like. Whoa, like, yeah. right, whatever. That's awesome. All right, we got the babysitter. A lonely 12-year-old boy in love with his babysitter discovers some hard truths about life, love, and murder. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, but, <laughs> as, you, as, you're, as you're saying that, I'm like, so it's going to look like, I'm, I'm picturing it, I'm gonna, it's going to look like one of those, like, Juno-esque indie kind of romantic comedy, but, like, a little weird because it's a 12-year-old. And then the minute you say murder, I'm like, it takes a left yeah. turn hard. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> That's going to be one of those ones where you have to get the right 12-year-old probably. Because yep. it's going to be very... Uh, it's going <laughs> to scar hinge some. on that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. All right, we have the swimsuit issue. A nerdy high schooler who fancies himself an amateur photographer attempts to create a swimsuit issue featuring his high school classmates in hope of raising money enough to go to summer camp. Sounds fun. That could be that could be a fun teen comedy. Yep. Or really dark movie. Real quick. <laughs> it could go either way. Uh, Rockingham, a look into the mania of the O.J. Simpson trial through the eyes of Simpson's sports agent Mike Gilbert and Los Angeles Police Department detective Mark Furman. Wonder why that got blacklisted. I'm, su- I'm surprised that we haven't seen a I know an O.J. Simpson film. I like, know a- about. All of that, like a dramatization of all of that, because it was so crazy. Yeah, and there are so many crazy characters in it, like to really make a movie out of. They, Maybe they, it just they, they just needed some amount of time to pass. Or but whatever, like you but. think, I mean, how long has it been? I was in sixth grade when all that went down. You'd think now would be enough time. They they did enough There's SNL still skits a lot. about yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Like come even on. even Chappelle, one of I re- I rewatched Chappelle's show recently. Yeah, even he brings it. Even up. he was like. I don't think OJ did it. Like he's when he's doing those like confession things. Yeah, like, confessions like, by Dave Chappelle. Yeah, yeah, and the white girl sings it, and she's like, "OJ didn't do <laughs> well, it." Well, he has a, he has another he has another. And then he writes another that. card, and he's like, 
okay, yes, he did. <laughs> he, he has another uh, uh, sketch about that where he talks about how, like, he never thinks uh, 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 black criminals ever, ever did anything wrong. <laughs> and he goes, like, he talks about, like, yeah, I mean, this could be anybody's glove. I got some bloody gloves right here. It doesn't mean I killed anybody. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're, I'm, I'm shocked that we haven't had a dramatization of an OJ yeah. movie. Um, and overwhelmingly, with like the the up up until now, the the votes for each of these were um, thirty eight. That was like it was going from like thirty, thirty two, thirty whatever, and then fifty one. Catherine the Great, Sophia Augusta, takes control of her life, her marriage, and her kingdom, becoming Russia's most celebrated and beloved monarch, Catherine the Great. So. A probably a really good script uh, set about uh, like a, a his- historical film, so that's exciting that the script would be that great that it would get that high on the list. So, so maybe that one it says is currently set to be produced by Atlas Entertainment, but it was a script that was around this year that nobody made, huh. and so hopefully that gets made because that sounds very that sounds really good. So yeah, some good some good films in here. I remember some le- ones last year seemed cool, but um, I'm looking now. I am not. Seeing, yeah, I'm not seeing any that got made actually yeah. of the ones that we talked about. Yeah, I didn't. I don't remember. Oh, this one sounds cool. A CIA drone coordinator battles his own psychological health while trying to decipher whether his wife has been replaced. What? That sounds awesome! <laughs> oh, that I'm on board. Cool. Like the like the moment that you said that, cool. the wife being replaced. Hell yeah, I'm down with that shit. That's awesome. Oh, a woman held captive in the futuristic smart house of a serial kidnapper realizes that her only hope of escape lies in turning the house's sentient computer against its creator. Also awesome. That sounds like hackers <laughs> meet Saul. I am fine with she, all she of like, that. She like appeals to the house and gets it to like fight back again i'm like that's awesome that's, the, that that's great that's that needs great. to happen it's another twist on home alone <laughs> home, oh home alone <laughs> home alone for the, rated rec- R. The, rec- the recording a young woman feeling uh-huh. directionless stumbles upon a mysterious courtyard where she is transported into a sitcom-like universe, becoming a major character on the t- this TV show. Hmm. Huh. That's Pretty weird. Cool. I mean, I could see it working, but, like, it's strange. In near-future London, a revolutionary technology has been invented that can record sounds hours after they were made. Detective Harry Orwell, inventor of this technology, is part of a pilot program where investigators record and analyze past sound waves and find himself the prime suspect while investigating a string of brutal murders. Ooh, so you go like to like a crime scene, and then you like you like just dial back the sound and you can hear the struggle Ugh. and you can hear the fight and then you try to like get like hear somebody say a word and then it's like okay what's that whose voice is that and yeah. that's that, cool that kind of sounds like something like in, in in the vein of the conversation if you ever saw that yes uh that movie i love that movie that's i know you weren't very... you weren't thrilled uh, with it. it it's just very slow it is very slow it's again it's it's, it's a case of like it's a very slow burn that chris is more 
just riveted apt, with <laughs> apt to handle the oh, this if this was a if this had the right casting a prison psychologist has 48 hours to convince a serial killer to tell her the location of her final victim before she is executed oh man <laughs> awesome. i could see that being like a two cast move like yep. a two, like just two cast members yep. takes place all in one cell if done right, that would be like yeah. such a good drama. That'd the be in- great. The investigation of a murder on a moon colony. What? Yes. yes. I just want to see more moon colonies. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. Oh, this sounds really cool. A little person, private eye, investigates the disappearance of a young actress in 1930s Hollywood, leading him to uncover conspiracies involving the Wizard of Oz and Metro Goldwyn Mayer Brass. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Sounds awesome. That sounds the shit right there. <laughs> Make it into like a noir. I wonder what, film. Now I wonder what clearances and like agreements you'd have to get. You know what I mean? Because if you're talking shit on Wizard of Oz and oh, yeah. being like there's a dark <laughs> underbelly. Well no, here. but don't you remember there there, there was that conspiracy like movie right, conspiracy. Which has been proven wrong. Yeah, but, it's been yeah. proven wrong, but still isn't that, that that's a great idea for I a premise. would yeah, I love the idea. For for, for people who don't know what we're talking about. me out about. as a kid. Oh yeah. If you're watching The Wizard of Oz, it's it's pretty it, 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 like well, I said, it, it's already been proven r- that it's right. not true. Yeah, it's not. But if you're watching Wizard of Oz in the background of the one scene There was an urban legend. There was an urban legend that it looked like someone one of the the little people who played the munchkins had hung him or herself in the background. To the rumor's credit, it does look like something swinging back and forth. It it does really look like. It's a swan from from earlier moving its neck around, but it very much looks like a rope and a little person swinging. Yes, yes. And it's terrifying. And it is is really creepy. (laughs) I still get freaked out when I watch that clip. Yeah. (laughs) But how how cool would that be to make that into a movie premise where that was a murder? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And then they're like, you know, this guy's investigating. That's so awesome. Awesome. I'd love that idea. Yeah. Or like that, like that's the, the end is that he's the guy that they, like yeah. he got too yeah. close to the truth and then they, and they, and they, they kill him. him on the set. Oh, that'd be awesome. A woman tries to lead her children to safety after the world is invaded by monsters who turn you insane upon sight. Currently set to be produced by Universal Pictures. So that, that sounds like a Universal movie. I'm Basil- fine with that. Basilisks, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially. Oh, this sounds really cute. A young, when a young boy finds out that the cartoon character he's in love with is based on a real girl, he drags his single father on a road trip to track her down. Aww. Oh, that's great. That's cute. That's great. I love it. Wow. There's a, there's a script called I Am Ryan Reynolds, an inside look at the marriage, career, and mental state of 2010's Sexiest Man Alive. Would it be a... I'm guessing it would be a documentary? I don't... Uh. Because we have seen, what? we have seen. Oh my gosh, Wonka! A dark reimagining yep. of Willy Wonka's story, beginning in World War II and culminating with his takeover of the chocolate factory. <laughs> See, that's stupid. That's stupid to me because, like, Burton's take was already kind of dark and, and, dumb, and dumb. So and I don't want to see another the worst. Oh, I hate it. Actually, it's really not. I hate it. Yes, this it's really one not sounds darker the than best. the original, though. Oh, I know, but it's still terrible. This movie is the best one, and I think the last. I remember last year that the one of the the last one I read being like super fun sounding. 
Coffee and Kareem, an overweight, foul-mouthed nine-year-old reluctantly teams with the straight-edge cop sleeping with his mom to take down Detroit's most ruthless drug lord. Yes! 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 That needs to be made. Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. Let's cast this shit right now. I don't Um, even know. I don't even know. Well, I don't know enough kids, but the kids just have to find the right kid. If you found the right right kid, they'd be perfect. But what about the straight-edge cop? And what? And who would his mom be? <laughs> oh God, I don't even know. <laughs> All right, so so this is De- you said Detroit, yeah, and then Detroit's Eminem. drug lord. <laughs> no, no, he could be the drug lord. I could see him being yeah. the drug lord. <laughs> um, who would be a like a? So you'd have to be the straight. Like the kid would be the one. Being over the top, so, so the kid is. I want. I, want, I like, want. The kid is like Chris Tucker. The kid is like yeah. the 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 character that's like Bleh! and saying all the worst yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so the other person has to be has to play a the serious. Straight, has to play the. Oh boy. Hmm. Hmm. I don't even know. There's gotta be some good. Uh, I. You know what? You know what? I'd like. I'd like to see because I think. I think it would be really funny to see him in like the straight. Straight man role. Yeah, I, Jamie Fox. I could see him doing it. I could see him doing it. <laughs> yeah. Think think Django, but like just you know, just like this, this you know, straight laced. It would oh, be an be odd it would be an odd companion piece to Annie. Yeah. Oh, I guess it would be. <laughs> since you watched twenty minutes of it. Well, I'm just saying, like, him teaming up with kids. That's true. I don't know if you'd want to make that a thing. No, you're good point. Good point. Uh who else? Who else could we get? Chris Pratt. I was gonna say Chris Pratt. Just a more straight just, version just of always, Chris Pratt. Just always go go to the easy one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah go, go, go the simple cast. Go to the well until we run it dry. <laughs> That's right. I'm trying to think who else. Or, oh, um, Kit, I think Kit Harrington would okay. be good. All right. I don't know. I don't know how. Like, I don't, I don't know what he's like in a. An American, or in a non like I mean, I was he. I know he was in something in, recently that we watched. Did we watch? Or we see? It's all a trailer, trailer for a trailer, right? Right. Like I, I haven't seen him in anything else besides Game of Thrones, so I, I can't. That's true. I can't picture him other I can't than Jon Snow him doing anything else. But, but I, I feel like he could do this this straight character. Role. Yeah, probably. Uh, what about James Franco? Ooh, ooh, I could see James Franco doing that. Jake Gyllenhaal. Hmm. Um, no, I, I he's not like uh, straight, straight edge. He's, he's he's like scary. Yeah, I couldn't see Jake Gyllenhaal doing that. No, he can be lighthearted. <sighs> You're you are too soon coming off of. Wait, did you see? Nightcrawler? I didn't see Nightcrawler. Oh, yet. never mind then. Um, don't Bradley listen. Cooper. <laughs> Bradley sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, I'm, 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 you could say Bradley Cooper, and then again, Chris, anything. Chris Pratt or Bradley Cooper. Throw them in literally any role, <laughs> and I'll like, watch it. Oh, you like know what? Idea. You know what trailer I did see before the Hobbit that I, I wanted to mention in the last episode. Uh, I just because I also saw Joseph Gordon Love it. They're making a dramatization of Man on Wire about the guy that walked across the yeah. Twin I remember hours. You, you talking about that? Right. And I saw the I saw the 3D Hobbit right, and this 3D. It's Robert Zemeckis, and he's oh. making it, and it's Joseph Gordon-Lovett as the guy. Okay, and this trailer was the like the most real, like in terms uh, of like feelings heights. that I had Ooh. with a three D movie. Damn the the, the way it's stu- the way this trailer starts, you're looking up between the buildings 
you're no, you're looking up a building, and the and then the the camera just starts going up the building side as you get higher and higher until it gets to the roof, and like already that was terrifying. And then they have the scene where he walks out onto this like beam that's sticking out a little bit, and he just like puts his feet out, and he's just like he just like looks down. Oh my gosh, I was like. Okay, 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 okay. Like wow. it was terrifying. So wow. like Yeah, so like ve- very exciting 3D technology. I mean, then I I it went on to, you know, the Hobbit movie where I didn't feel like the 3D was like amazing. Like it was good and it added an extra little bonus I always enjoy, but but that was like, whoa, good use of 3D. Like I was actually like getting that feeling in the pit of your stomach when you're looking wow. down at heights. I was That's like, nuts. "Oh god, oh god, I'm going to fall." But yeah, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. Oh boy, I don't know who I could. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it be that sounds fun though. <laughs> that sounds real <laughs> that sounds fun. Like sounds, really I like fun. that premise. So, all right. So anyway, that's the blacklist. So, all right. Um, so we want to go over our own lists, and maybe we sure. can, then we can go over some of the sure. official official sure. lists. So, um, as always, and and this year I was not as diligent uh, as I was in the past. Uh, it occurred to me going over my my yearly uh, review of films, I did not see a lot of new films that we didn't cover for the podcast. Oh, same here. Normally, normally I do. This year, I saw a ton of films. Uh, like this year, all, I of, devoted... all of mine were feature reviews. Ah, okay. Um, uh, one of mine was. Um, I have in the like this year, this past year, I kind of devoted my time to watching movies that I should have seen by now <laughs> yeah. that I just haven't, where I was like, all right, well, I need to watch this movie because right. I just haven't seen it yet. And I'm, if I tell people, like, yeah, I haven't seen that movie, people are going to be like, what? How have you not seen that film yet? So I kind of devoted my year to that. So uh, I'm just going to start out because uh, I want to get it out of the way. Uh, the first movie on my, my list is one we did already. Um, but we did it early in the year, and I, and, and I just recently rewatched it to see if it still is as good as I liked yeah. it. Lego Movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that that February surprise that none of us saw coming. <laughs> no, we were pretty much. I, I still remember that we were skeptical, other than the the cast, and yep. even then we were like, no. Oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe, you can maybe, throw a lot. Maybe of, it'll be good. Yeah. Um. I just rewatched it not too long ago, like literally weeks ago. It is still just as fun. It mm-hmm. is still just as entertaining. Uh, I still can't find. And I, I remember having like we we all had a little so, like we were arguing about some nitpicking stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the those nitpicking are still nitpicking. <laughs> like yeah. I I just uh, you know I just absolutely am totally all about this movie. Uh and I just am really thrilled that it came out in February. <laughs> like, it, it really gives me hope that some February movies can be good. Well, there's a couple ones coming out in February this year that look good. We'll probably talk about that in the next episode. Yeah. But. Um. But yeah, did you want what 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 was your what was one on your list? We'll just kind of do a round. Oh, we'll do a round table. I'll yeah. go. I actually ranked mine. So. Oh, okay. Number, I put it five. I did five. Number five for me was Captain America: Winter Soldier. Also on yep, my list. Also on my list. Yeah. So uh, we, we, we can whittle our list down. This is good. We'll, we'll all be able to talk about them at the same time. Um, 
I love. I have two comic book movies on my list. Right. They well, are. What could the other? I know. What could the other one be? <laughs> the other one be. <laughs> they Probably are the one so, that's all on our list. They are so far apart from yeah, each other in tone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just calling we, them we, comic book movies. We, we might. Is we a, might is as well. Injustice. We might as well go to that one too. And like, we're obviously yeah, talking like, this. This movie, but that, but but Winter Soldier is like. Yeah. So the tone of it is so great with the. It's like vintage good Tom Clancy movies. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like Tom Clancy um, some has of the... jumped the shark a long time ago, but in the beginning, Tom Clancy was where it Especially was at. the movies. Oh, like, oh my yeah, God. Yeah. The movies themselves have become kind of run of the mill. Right. But uh, his, some of his older spy mm-hmm. thrillers, uh, like um, Patriot the games. Patriot games and stuff oh, like that, man. like. That's he also what this did, movie he also did Hunt like. for Red October, correct? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That that again is like yep. Winter Soldier gives me the same yeah, feeling absolutely. that I get when I watch uh, Hunt for Red October. Just, yeah. And I'm like, there's no action. It's just right. it's just all these you know p- uh, politicians trying to figure out. Okay, where's the sub and what is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man. It's the same thing with Winter Soldier. It's like, damn, <laughs> this is so good. Yeah. I mean, it's really funny to me that like if if you would if you would have said like seven eight years ago you know what the next great spy movie is going to be captain America. America. (laughs) no like what what are you talking about you're insane and on top of it the way the way that the implication not uh, whatever the that's too big of a political thriller spy movie the, 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 the way that this like what this does for the universe itself like what like it it made Agents of Shield even better. Like the yep. show that I was watching, like the, I was watching it and I was kind of just like about Coasting. to give up on it. Coasting on it, yeah. very much like, well, I'm just going to keep up with it. But then Winter Soldier happened and it got like the show got amazing because the show tied into it perfectly. Where as soon as the movie came out, the show had the Hydra reveal in the show. Like it happened that right, from week to week, like what week? Well, the week before they were just agents of Shield. The week after, they're agents of Shield on the run because everybody thinks they're Hydra agents, and it's like, oh shit, this yeah. is the best. Yeah. And then on top of it, that like the implications that it will get, lead to when we watch like Age of Ultron. Like I'm sure it'll be like very much involved mm-hmm. in that. The world is going to be different that they are in. You know, it's right? Be like right. what is happening? Oh yeah. So no, I totally agree. Uh Parker, do you have Yes. So, uh I don't really have them ranked, but I'll I just... I didn't rank mine either. But so. I'll just pick the next one that I know is on all of our lists so we can talk about it, Guardians of the Galaxy. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's number 1 on mine. Yeah. Absolutely. That was actually num- number 1 on mine. Um Damn. Yeah. <laughs> what else can <laughs> what, you what say? What else can we say? No, so, um, again, this is this is a, a, again like what you're saying, like you said if somebody said the next great spy movie would be whatever, if somebody said the next great like space adventure, space, the space opera, opera right, yeah. would be uh, a, a Marvel movie, you'd be like, based on what are you talking yeah. about? You'd be like, no. based on an and obscure property. On top, on top of it, setting like it'll be the it'll be a Marvel movie that's setting the scene for the Infinity War. You'd be like, what? Okay, <laughs> that's dumb. And it's not, you know, it's not, it's not just again. It's easy to to take this and sort of be like, well, we feel this way, right? Because we're we right. love comics and we love no, but no. Yeah, I, you, I yeah, was, say what you had. You had a great. I moment. was sitting in my office, as I often do. Sometimes I listen to music. Sometimes I listen to podcasts. Sometimes I just like to hear what my my team is saying about whatever. 
one person on my team starts talking about like movies, whatever. She's like, have you seen Christmas shoes? She's like talking across like the, <laughs> oh boy. the, the cubicle or whatever. And she's like, have you seen Christmas shoes? <laughs> Matt loads a, a single bullet in a revolver <laughs> yeah. to take himself out. It's like, God help me if I hear, have There's to hear like a, a conversation. Next to Matt's it's like desk. watching, it's like watching <laughs> a train wreck unfold. Right. I'm just he like, just like I flipped want, up the safety clip I with want, a button to like drop her into. <laughs> I want to turn on my music really loud or right. listen to something else, but. There's a part of me that just wants to hear it so I can be angry right. <laughs> and see if I have developed enough Absolutely. self-control Understood. in my life to sit there and not say anything. Because <laughs> sometimes when stuff like this gets said, it's usually said by one girl on my team who's like around my age. And she's really fun, but she's like super conservative right. like Christian. <laughs> but she's really fun. So like I can make fun of her for this stuff and she'll like not take it to heart. So I was really tempted to go out and just be like, Whitney, Christmas shoes, really? You know that's a story about how like God kills a woman for Christmas. <laughs> you know, uh, let me listen to let me let you listen to this Patton Oswalt joke. <laughs> no, but like so I sit there talking about Christmas shoes and Roblo and everything and blah 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 blah. Oh, and then without dropping a beat, the other girl's like, "Have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy?" And she's Matt like, closes the, the the safety cache of the button and it's like, okay, we're gonna be I all put right. The revolver <laughs> back <laughs> in my desk, <laughs> no, I, um, next to the bottle of bourbon he keeps there. And Whitney, who originally started talking about Christmas shoes, was like, "Oh my gosh, yes, I love that movie. I love Groot and Rocket Raccoon." Yeah, and I was like, how fucking insane <laughs> is it that a comic book movie? Yep. That, like, years, again, going back in the past, that, like, if you would have been, like, this is a movie that is going to be up there with, like, Star Wars. Right. Um, like, all the popular movies. This will be at, like, the Epoch. This will right. be, like, up there with, like, talking about, you could talk about whatever movie, and that will be in this conversation as well. Right. Because, like, what else runs that gamut and crosses that chasm that everybody of Christmas likes. shoes of, like, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, talking about Christmas shoes and then, without <laughs> dropping a beat in that same category of things that they like, that they watch, is Guardians of the Galaxy. That is a testament to me of yeah. like how universally good there was, that movie is. One, one of Melissa's Facebook friends was going off uh, the other day. She, she, normally, she would just be like, whatever, but this, this pissed her off so much that she like called me over and we had a conversation about it. The dude hated guardians of the galaxy he's not a person and instantly instantly i was like how like what like how do you i i can understand not loving it as much as like we loved it but i can't understand somebody being like this is an awful movie it's terrible and i instantly said well this person hates fun (laughs) this person just hates fun and she goes yeah i think he does (laughs) I, I can. The only kind of people that I can picture hating Guardians of the Galaxy monsters are yeah, like just, 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 people just that monsters. people that really can't enjoy themselves. No, yeah, I just I cannot understand it. Like, so yeah, 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 I just and and again tonally from that to uh, Winter Soldier, like they're completely different. Tone. No, because Winter Soldiers. I guess fun, I, I, I but don't, I don't remember very, any fun in that movie. Very different way. I remember fun a in lot the way of tense. Of, again, yeah, fun in the way where you're like watching a political thriller and a car gets blown up, and you're like, "That's fun." Yeah, but it's like, 
It's a tense movie. It's fun that that political, you know, thing just happened. Yeah, it's it, it's a tense movie. I'd say it's pretty dark. Not, yeah. not overly dark, but, like, it does have some darker mm-hmm. moments. There are a lot of betrayal. There's no, like, we're going on an adventure. Right. So, like, it really shows that Marvel movies can just be all... O- I mean, I can't think of... How do you get further on the spectrum between right. <laughs> Winter Soldier and Guardians of yeah. the Galaxy? So, excellent, excellent that's on... I'm, I'm glad that's on all of our lists, so... All right, the first uh, first movie I had that I don't I don't think we covered this. I don't know if you guys saw it or not. Uh, Gone Girl. I did no. not see Gone Girl. Oh. It's, it's on, yeah, it's, on all, to... it's on everybody's uh, official list that that I've come across so far. I, uh, I know it's definitely going to be on a lot of lists. Yeah, I, uh, I I I watched it, and my my initial reaction was I don't know how I feel about this film because it does. As far as um, themes have a lot to do, a lot in similar uh, similarity to side effects that um, Steven Soderbergh film that we reviewed. And the more I thought about it and the more I like kind of digested it, I'm like, Gone Girl is incredible. It is amazing. And it's it's just got that perfect tone. It's got the right twist. He's There's adventure is really good. His tone oh, of his films are perfect. So like, perfect. Yeah, I mean it is. It's it's like a it's like a Wes Anderson level of like thumbprint. Absolutely. You know, where you're like, up, oh, you can tell it's this. You know, you can tell it's Fincher film. Speaking of Wes uh, yeah, we'll get there. Because um, I guarantee you, uh, yeah. Um, but like, the casting is amazing. The acting is superb. Uh, and then, of course, the the slow burn reveal to where we get to the twist, and I'm like, what? Wow! Like it was a surprise. The twist. Was it was a complete surprise. And then for cool. me, I'm looking at my 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 phone, going, how long is this movie? Because most movies would end here, right? And there's no way you can just show me what you showed me and wrap it up in five minutes. That's not possible. Right. 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 We have at least forty five minutes. Um. And then the second twist hits. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> They're doing what now? And then oh, the man. final twist happens and credits roll. And I'm like, holy crap. Wow. And the more I thought about it, the more I'm just like, Ugh, that really was that. expertly done. Really it, was, see that. it was just well-crafted, just an amazingly well-done film. I really, really regret us not reviewing it. For the podcast, I think it fell in that off week. It did. Well, it fell. Yeah, it, yeah. Fe- it fell in a weird time where we were all busy and it was like, well, we can't physically do Gone right, Girl, right. so we're just not even going to worry about it. And then I went and saw it, and I'm like, holy crap! Uh, it is a longer movie. It's 149 minutes. So worth it. Because, like I said, by the time you're like, wait, it's a. Do you mean two hours and 49 minutes? It, uh, I said uh, it's 149 oh, minutes. I thought, two hours I thought I, when, I, when you said it, I thought you said an hour and 45 minutes, and I, like not a hundred. No. And, and I was like, that's not long. That's not <laughs> like, long. That's barely a movie. It's like getting so annoyed. It's super long. It's like an hour and 20. <laughs> so <laughs> long. No, <laughs> uh, it, it is it, 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 it is a little longer. It's gotcha. it's, it's, it's Nolan level uh, yeah. length. But like I said, by the time oh, you're, by the time you hit like the ninety ninety five minute mark, and you're like, movie feels like it's gonna wrap up, you're gonna get that first twist. You're gonna, go, huh? <laughs> where are we? Where are we going from here? <laughs> so, um, it's the only time. Uh, yeah, it's just, oh, good God, it's really good. Everybody's great in it, so must see it. Everyone should see it. So awesome! That, I I really need to. 
All right, Matt, what do you got for me? Uh, next up, I have number four, uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Yes, yep. also, on also on my list. Yeah. Also on my I, list. I, I just, this sticks out to me as one of my favorite Wes Anderson movies. Yes. Because um, it would take a lot, I feel like, f- for a Wes Anderson movie to crack. I would always enjoy them. Yes. But it would take a lot for a Wes Anderson movie at this point to crack my top list, maybe. And this one does it. See, um, for me, I was just like, nothing is going to top Moonrise Kingdom. There was nothing right. going to top Moonrise Kingdom as far as Wes Anderson films. Because all of them, like you said, all of them I enjoy. But even like some of his weaker films, like I still, still like, really like yeah. but I'm like, this totally. is clearly not his best work. And then Moonrise Kingdom happened. I'm like, this is it. This is the high water mark. Yeah, and then Grand Budapest Hotel comes out. I'm like, never mind. <laughs> Raise this, the bar again. This, yeah, he he did it again. Two in a row. He crushed it. It's just, it's so you know, it's so unabashedly still Wes Anderson. Oh, absolutely. But it's still different enough that I watch it and I'm like, I totally don't begrudge this for all of its Wes Andersonisms. Mm-hmm. Like, it's such yeah. a cool adventure. Um. At one point, it almost becomes a prison movie. Yep. It touches on a lot of different like oh, yeah. areas, and Definitely. it's so, it's such a good story, and, and like, the characters are and so like great. Different, I mean, you know, he he always in his movies so, sort of creates like a, a mini world. But yeah, like in this one, like it, it's a little bit more epic in scale. The, oh, the yeah. idea that there's this network of. Uh, concierge yep. cons- yeah. that like have all these connections and like that idea is like I love so that. great. Like I love that. Usually his 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 world building is limited to like a family an area, but this was like you know a world based thing. Well, and just the, and and yeah. like and like the the you know the 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 mentionings of the war and like this mm-hmm. weird army and it was like all very like wow these are big big ideas for a Wes Anderson film but like yeah. but like they didn't fall flat like they were no. they were good they were all good things that happened but I gotta I gotta buy and put that on my Amazon wish list yeah so super super yep. super awesome up there with one of my favorite Wes Anderson movies I, I would definitely put it up there with like my Two or three favorites. What are um, your two or three favorites? Uh, I would say Rushmore is also up there. I really, really love Rushmore. Yep. And and what would the other one be? Bottle Rocket, Royal Tenenbaums. Um, I do love Royal Tenenbaums a lot. Nah, this one, this is Rushmore. Mm. Two favorites. Really, Rushmore. Mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just put those two up there. I do. Oh, I love Fantastic Mr. Fox. Too, yep. I've not seen Fantastic Mr. Fox yet. Aquatic Life. Aquatic Life is life really, really, really good. Would not aquatic. be up there with see those l- others. Life Aquatic. I I really like, but that's yeah. one of the movies that I'm like I could see why the veneer was fit because at that point people were like, did Wes has Wes Anderson lost it, right. or like, is he just well, repeating himself? Well, or is he just, yeah, has he just uh, I thought Life himself? Aquatic was uh, was was received well. I thought it was the other the Darjeeling Limited that. People yeah, oh, okay. yeah the one okay. you're correct on that. You're correct because okay. I think that's like his lowest reviewed movie. Yeah, right. That I, could be. Like that was my least favorite of his, but I do love it's it. It's still but, super good. Yeah, but, but at that like, point, he was a little bit riding his coattails. Yeah. yeah okay. Sure. Yeah, I could. Yeah. It's still super good though. Yeah. Like oh, I enjoy agree. the hell oh, out of that movie. But yeah. but but for me, his last two films, I'm just like this man at this. But he's on the top yeah. of his game. Yeah. yeah. Really. Somehow. Uh, can't, which I thought like he keeps reinventing himself with but while staying true to yeah, what, what he we does. know him for. Yeah, it's so amazing. Yeah. Definitely. All right. So I'll just do another one that I'm sure is on all of our lists. Might as well. Maybe Interstellar. Didn't no. Didn't make the cut. Didn't Although make the you know. 
I'm rethinking it now, and it probably should be. I, it, I you know I, what? Because I, I don't know how I couldn't. It's put like it on my it's list. like no. For you, I, I totally understand. How do I judge? How do I judge personal enjoyment versus like movies that should really be seen and Absolutely. are truly the top A- movies? Cause, Absolutely. Because if you do this mo- this year in retrospective in like the future. There's no doubt that Interstellar will right. be there. Yeah, right. Inter- no Interstellar is going to be talked about for a right. yeah, long yeah. time. Yeah, I have others on this list that that I enjoyed, but that would not be on a list in 10 years. Like, it's would you be like, what came out in 2014? Uh, Interstellar. It's on, my, <laughs> yeah. like it's on my honorable mentions. It should probably be in the list, but I don't know where I'd put I, it. Yeah, same with me, yeah. simply because um, I always appreciate, even if I don't particularly enjoy the film, which I did enjoy Interstellar, but not to the same level that it seems everyone else did. Um, I always, I always love giving credit to movies that it's like, hey, you really, really shot like the mark was super high. Yeah, like you, like Nolan didn't lowball this at all. Like no. he really shot. He shot not only in special effects, storytelling, script, but also like. I'm going to make a movie that's going to affect people on so many deep levels. Yep. The Facebook post that I saw from people about, like, this movie changed me. I'm like, that that takes a lot for and a you movie can make, and, and, to and change Some people, people in, retrospect, in retrospective kind of look at Interstell- or, uh, Inception like that, and they make it out to be more of a gimmick. I don't think you can do that with Interstellar. You can't. There's no gimmick to right. it. No. Um, no. You could make that claim with Inception. I don't think you can make that claim with, in, in, with Interstellar. Ince- Inception has not aged. At- it's still a great movie. I still mm-hmm. love it. But it, the upon re- re-watching it a couple of times, there are some, there, there are some holes. There are yeah. some things that I can pick apart. Uh, Interstellar... Um, all of the the holes that I'm seeing people point out, like I wasn't pointing, the, like I, I wasn't thinking about them because I'm yeah. too busy thinking about the grander <laughs> you yeah. know, implications. Um, when I'm reading all the like lists of like, oh, the top five things that are wrong with Interstellar, I'm like, you are not watching that movie correctly. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? For sure. Well, and it's a movie too that I feel I I can't put it accurately on my list because I, I I said this in when we talked about it, I'm not going to know how I truly feel about it until I watch it a number of times. Yeah, that's definitely... Now, did you, Parker, did you go back... Did you see it again? Multiple times? You no. only saw it once? You should have gotten oh, that thing where no, you yeah, can no. see it unlimited times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't... I, I will definitely see it again, but I didn't need to, to like, you know, get some other greater meaning or, or you know, appreciate it in a different way. But, I, yeah, I, there was no way I could leave it off the list. It was very... Very uh, emotional, yeah. But um, yeah, good good film, and uh, and hopefully it leads people to make more original, yeah, original good, deeper sp- movies. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. That, that like maybe it, it won't make people scared to touch on things that it's like oh you know like well keep that out because we're trying to go blockbuster so right maybe go, hopefully go. it changes the landscape of blockbuster film yeah, for sure. absolutely. And and like like it it keeps because again with our with our nitpicking uh, and I, I was actually thinking about what you guys had said a few uh, episodes ago about like red letter media yeah how like right. that has gotten um after you guys mentioned that I overheard conversations I don't know if it just these conversations were going on and I just didn't hear them or what I I was overhearing people talk about stuff like well clearly specifically with Star Wars. 
clearly the Star Wars this this Star Wars sucks because of this minute little thing. I'm like, really? That the that's whole the franchise. Thing? And then <laughs> and then saying like, well, this Star Wars was uh, this scene in, in Empire was amazing because of this little thing, and I'm like. I think you're reading into it way too much. And that's when it hit me like, <laughs> Matt and Parker are right. We need to stop Red Letter Media. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, so just, you know, now that it's been out for a while, just a couple of um, uh, final numbers. So the, <laughs> the budget for Interstellar was $165 million. The running time is 169 minutes, so just about a million dollars a minute <laughs> spent. Wow. But uh, Damn. the box office... Six hundred and twenty-three point eight million dollars. Wow! So, sitting definitely pretty. made its money. Can't back. wait sitting for pretty. Can't wait for Interstellar two, guys. Can't wait. Well, I mean, you guys, when you make one hundred and sixty-five million. When you make yeah. one hundred and sixty-five million dollar movie, and then it makes five times its money back, you're like, I'm doing pretty good. Did all right. Thankfully, Did Nolan right. only does sequels when they're actually warranted. Yes, yeah. this is very true. But I mean, you guys did stay for the post-credit sequence where they teased the next movie. No, right? no, I didn't. Yeah, where yeah. it was there t- was a tars and no, there <laughs> was a there like, was a, a hey. top on a table and it sat up and started spinning again, and that, and then Matthew McConaughey pushed a book through a bookshelf and it slams in the top. There, yep. No, it was like it was like tars and case, and they're like c- cops. <laughs> <laughs> on a, like buddy, it's a buddy cop yep. comedy with yep. the two of them. I would oh. see that movie in a million. I would see that movie a million times. Um, <laughs> so the next one, you guys really ate up my list. Uh, the last one that I have on my list, have you guys haven't yeah. mentioned, and I don't know that either of you guys saw this yet. Birdman. No, no but I've heard such such, such about good it. things. Damn. Such good things. Um, I'm just going to go into a, a, just a little my own little review of this, if if you guys would let me. Um, this movie's incredible uh, on a lot of different levels. First off, because I get really nerdy about this, technically speaking, um, cinematography, amazing. The whole movie, obviously they didn't make it like this. You couldn't do it like this, so it had to be digital. But the whole movie uh, gives the appearance of a solid take. There is no discernible cuts. Right. Um, there's no change of perception or there's no change of perspective, I should say. It is all just this camera following everybody around. And when one character moves, another one goes into frame. And it's like the storyboarding alone is for that must have yeah. been incredible. The amount of planning. You can't. A lot of movies go into production with them going like, well, we're not exactly sure how we're going to do that. We'll get to it. You right. can't do that with this kind of film. You have to have every single shot laid out. In its entirety, um, the whole movie essentially takes place in one location. It's the uh, like an off off Broadway theater. Um, so, like, just technically speaking, it's incredible. The soundtrack is amazing because, if I'm not mistaken, the soundtrack kind of goes up and down in volume, and it's just an improv jazz drummer wow. for the most for the wow. most part. That's awesome. For the most part, I mean, there might be some. Other instruments laid in there, but for the most part, all you're hearing is this like improv jazz drummer, um, who's probably just watching the movie and tracking. Yeah, it. yeah. That's and what's crazy. really crazy? What's really crazy? He's in the movie. There's a scene where Michael Keaton is like walking down the street, or and then, walking, and then it syncs up, like and it syncs up were... perfectly. And there's the drummer just sitting there drumming away. Holy crap! And I'm like, 
how do you, like the logistics of that? <laughs> and and, and it, wow. like I said, it rises and falls in volume. And it, I and I, I want to see it again. It just got taken out of theaters too quick for me to do a re re uh, watch of it. Yeah. I don't think the drumming stops. Or at least it didn't in my mind. Right, like right, it right. Kept, like, it, it might have cut out, but it, like in my memory of it, it, just, it was always there, so always cool. in the background. It's so amazing. so cool. Then you get Michael Keaton's performance. It is the most personal performance I have seen an actor give, and you, some people laugh when I say this, since Jean-Claude Van Damme right, yeah. in JCVD. Well, yeah, that's a great film. And very, um, very personal. Yeah. Um, this movie, Michael Keaton... Essentially, play like I don't know who else you would get for this movie, because the, the the Michael Keaton plays a washed up actor who is known for an iconic role of a <laughs> right. superhero film from the eighties. Yeah, and now wow. he's dealing with this fact, and it's the most personal portrayal I've ever seen an actor give. He does an amazing job. Um, yeah. There are scenes where it's like, so like, how did he? How did he do this on a set? Where he's talking to himself about how, like, because the, the whole premise is like the Birdman is a part of his psyche, and he's talking to the Birdman in his own mind, and he at one point he's flipping out about how like he's 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 nobody and like he's he, he's an answer on a Trivial Pursuit card and how that ruins him and the Birdman is like no you were fucking there before everybody else and it shows like Robert Downey Jr. doing an interview for the next. Bird Avengers, oh, no, oh, for okay. the flat wow. out uh, uh, the next Avengers movie, and he's just sitting there going like, "We were there first. We were there before anybody else. Holy we made it serious. Shit. And you need to get back into this. And That's who cares so that you're cool. 60? 60's the new thirty. You can just get some surgery. You can do this, and it's like this That's uh, so uh, psychological awesome. battle. Wow. And the whole time he's trying to pull this uh, play together, right? Um, and like. It calls into question like the legitimacy of film. Like there's one scene where this lady tells him, like, you're not an actor, you're a celebrity. We're actors. We're a part of the stage. You're oh, just wow. doing movies, so it calls into that. It's there is so many layers Ugh, of this. Movie. I really need to see that. It's Holy incredible. Crap. Yeah. I, I for me it might be the most like like movie of the year for me. It was yeah. just amazing. So Jeez. cannot cannot rave enough about it. So I'm gonna stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, okay, so five was Winter Soldier, four was Grand Budapest, two was Lego Movie, one was Guardians of the Galaxy, and three, which we haven't covered yet, was Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer, yep, yes! That's on my list. Yep. Uh, uh, probably one of the more, like, original, yeah, like, sci-fi, action, post-apocalyptic whatevers Definitely. that I've seen in a long time, and it plays... And it will... And- like happily enough, it wasn't made by Terry Gilliam. Usually, like all that stuff, you're like, yes. "Oh, it must be a Terry it's, Gilliam," or, or like a few key people. Yeah, there's and it a few, was somebody completely different. It's it like, yes, good, thank you, please, more people more, do this. More, yeah, more people need to do <laughs> original uh, science fiction, yeah. post-apocalyptic. And you know, Par- Parker touched upon this in the review, but not just the movie itself, but the the characters, yes, and uh-huh. the the miniature stories that they have to them, and the image. Yeah, you don't even have to like imagery go the, through just just showing them, and then you write it. Yourself. How they're presented, yep, absolutely. Um, so memorable. It's like an instant movie that you know we'll be talking about decades from now. Oh, absolutely. The, the, there there are scenes in that film that I still just think of. Like Parker, you had mentioned during the review, the the, the Tilda Swinton 
scene where she's like trying to relate to the guy, so she takes her false teeth out. <laughs> just yeah. that little, yeah. little character thing that they're like, why did she do that? It just added so much to that character, and I don't really understand why. Yeah, right. Um, I also love the fact that like when you break it down, because I tried explaining to somebody, oh, you got to see Snowpiercer. And they're like, what's it about? I'm like, oh, post-apocalyptic, everything's winter. Which instantly, when you say post-apocalyptic, you think the exact opposite. You think right. deserts. Right. right. So everything's covered in snow, and the only people left alive are on this train. I'm like, well, that's weird. I'm like, yeah, yeah it is, Sounds now that you dumb. mention it. You're, like, <laughs> You're right, it does sound dumb, but it's yeah, not. No, it works perfectly in the film. <laughs> and that, like, every, like they, they've created this whole world on a train mm-hmm. yeah. and it doesn't make a lot of sense when you say it out loud but in the context of the film it's like perfect like i i don't know how you do it better <laughs> so yeah i oh god yeah i'm 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 glad i'm glad you uh put yeah, that on your list that was on my list and i just want to since that's my list i'll just say there were some others that i didn't Do you have any put. honorable mentions yes, I did have yes. A, interstellar I have a was interstellar was one of them uh 22 jump street honestly super funny like yeah. One of one of the like laugh out loud. I, I haven't seen it yet, but it but I do have in circulation. Um, w- one of my uh, desktop images is that scene when Channing Tatum's dancing in that weird like, um, like world with the rainbows and stuff. There's like a scene where he's oh, like yeah. dancing. <laughs> I do have that scene, even so, though I haven't seen the movie. Yeah, yet. You need you need to see Twenty Two Jump Street, especially if you like Twenty One. I mean, yeah. the second one. Oh man, it, I, I have not. I remember that scene that we di- died in the trailer when he's like when Channing Tatum's trying. There to do is an a accent. scene. There is a scene, <laughs> which uh, what's his name? Jonah. Jonah Hill. Jonah yeah. Hill. Right. Ab- absolutely kills it. Like, right. oh my god. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so that scene alone is some of the hardest that I've laughed in a movie in That's quite amazing. some time. Because um, I remember when that trailer came out, and and when he's like, "Hey, Holmes," and then like, he, and then Channing Tatum's like, "My name's Jay. My name's Jay. I was he's half it, though. My name's Jay. Oh, they say you're the Mexican Wolverine. <laughs> um, hearing you guys talk about it has made me because I have not seen the first one at all. Like, I need not to seen see any both. of them. You need to I, see uh, both. Yeah, now I'm like, cube, I gotta see the Ice Cube in the second one oh, is, is amazing. <laughs> uh, this sounds, anyway, this sounds yeah, great. Anyway. So, uh, my other honorable mentions are Big Hero Six, which we've talked a lot about. Okay, yes. Loved it. That was on mine. And um, uh, mistaken for strangers, I still, I st- still really stands out to me as a movie that I huh. didn't know what to think of. That I still really enjoy. Do you know what I'm surprised isn't on your list though, what? Matt? Like at, because since Chris put a couple on his list that we hadn't seen as a group, what that Life After Beth? No, that's not that's good not enough. A, that's, that's not, not good, good enough, enough to be up there. I really enjoyed it, be- and I I can't, I don't know how I can place it because everyone that I've talked to, well, not everyone. But, like, Michael was like, oh, yeah, it's another one of those movies. Like, And I feel like that ruined it for him coming in. And on the freaking poster, he showed me then. He was like, here's the poster that's actually on the Amazon Prime. And I'm like, damn it. Like, because I didn't see that. Gotcha. Christina, I just, she you was just like, we need to watch, to watch this movie. It. We need to watch right. it. I wasn't paying attention to anything. Right, right, right. I was just like, whatever. It sounds like a cool cast. And I just watched the movie. And I watched it through. And I was like, yes, that, that has been done so much in the past couple years. But I really liked how it was done in this movie, and it gotcha. was really clever and funny. Um, but then when I learned that that's exactly how it was marketed, I was like, well, that's stupid. Right, right, Like, right. that takes away half of the enjoyment for me. So, gotcha. Oh, okay. Really I'm seeing, dis- I'm really seeing it now, and I'm like, yeah, that's a... 
All I knew was the cast and the name of the movie. It, and well, I was that I yeah, I would have been more interested in. I'm seeing the poster and I'm like, oh. The, okay. the, the it and still the name might be good. and the name of the movie did not dawn on me what it meant until a good way through. I was like, uh oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Cuz going in I just thought the movie was going to be um, Dane DeHaan's character dealing with the death of his girlfriend and like a dark comedy because right. that's what it is for for a while. Yeah, um, I'm seeing. I'm seeing the if 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 you go on the uh, uh, Amazon, this is the. I don't know if you can make that. Let me see if I can get yeah. it bigger. Nope, won't let me. Um, that's the that's the. Yeah, let me see. Is that the one? Yeah. So yeah. right there, it, it's it like, ruins. It, it's totally like okay, ruins. totally yeah, ruins. It does. It. Yeah, it does. Unfortunately. <laughs> I'm really because it's like an indie comedy too, so they didn't need gotcha. to do that. They didn't. Yeah. Well, maybe I, they felt I, like I, they did. Honestly, I I took your advice and hadn't looked into it at all until I would see it. You know, so yeah. I, I didn't know that that's what it was. Now I might not bother, but <laughs> yeah, it sucks. I had been. That's why I was still being vague. That's why. That's why I was vague. like. That's why I was like. I thought that might be on your list because you did go. You know, you did mention it in and Mo yeah. you were like excited about it. But no, when anyway. I started reading that from gotcha. Michael, I was okay, super disappointed. Yeah, I didn't know that you had. And a, there's no way to stop it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Right, uh, Parker. Did you have any? I got, a, I got a couple more. Yeah, that were on my list. I, I only. Have, I only have one. So. Um. So, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's, okay. that was on my list. That's awesome. I, I, I took that off my list. Um, Again, like, same idea as Snowpiercer. Like, I mean, obviously it's based off of a, a work, but an, an original story right. yes. that we haven't seen yet. And very and, well done. And well, yeah, yeah, super well done. And and world building, like, yeah. craziness, like... That I love when it comes to sci-fi, like you know, a whole new concept, you know. And again, and again, the the only the only thing that I could I, I had a problem with was like a small nitpick at the end, where I'm like, oh, I could have dealt without that. But like everything else, I was like, this. But at that point, I'm like, I'm so on board for everything else that I yeah. can't begrudge the movie that. Yeah, yeah. You know? And like the the CG in it was so like well done, so like, good in terms of it was very you know, Children of Men esque, where it's yes. very gritty. You know? I, I can't remember who directed who directed Edge of Tomorrow. The um, Doug Lyman. Oh, okay, that felt like something that like every I don't know why I think this, but who every is, time uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, The Born Identity, at okay movies in my opinion, not not amazing films, but the good. Born movies. Identity. Okay, let me rephrase that. I've not seen The Born Identity. What? I know, I know. Everyone you gets mad at me. Hell, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen it. Um, but for Jumper. some reason. Jumper, I haven't seen either. Oh, not jump! I was thinking of a different movie. I was thinking of Looper. <laughs> yeah, like, Jumper Looper. is not good. Jumper's not good. Okay, <laughs> never <I'll say>. mind. <laughs> Please do um, not go see that. But for some reason, Edge of Tomorrow strikes me as a film, and I don't. Maybe you guys will get mad at me for thinking this. It strikes me the kind of film that like Edgar Wright would have tackled. Mm, what? No. Like, wait, I, what? Mo- what movie? Edge, Edge of Tomorrow. tomorrow. Edge of, oh. Mm. No. Okay, I'm gonna me, cut me, that out. It's oh, weird. <laughs> I mean. I don't, I don't know. Just I, from a technical standpoint. Speaking positive. Or not, not yeah. Edgar Wright. Christ. Oh, not Edgar okay. Wright. Okay. Um, I, I was going to say, I, I like, don't think what? you mean the right. No, no. Um, the guy who did Elysium. Ah, yes, yes. Uh, I Neil forget. Blomkamp. Neil Blomkamp. Thank yes. you. I don't okay. know why I said Edgar Wright. <laughs> Neil Blomkamp. Yeah, no. Not yeah. Edgar Wright. <laughs> now, from. Yeah, that doesn't from make a, any fucking sense <laughs> at all. <laughs> from a. Yeah, from a. Uh, like a. 
a um, well, just for like a special the feel, effects the feel, well, and yeah, feel the, of the it. feel of the world and the special effects. Yeah, definitely. I, I could see, that. I could have seen like Neil Blomkamp. So, but but Neil Blomkamp would have been a little bit more like uh, the like we would have seen how bad the world was. Right. Yeah, we <laughs> would, would have been, been a little more heavy handed. Yeah, absolutely. And I would have fun. Like a little yeah. less focused on like Tom Cruise as the individual and more about the world, well, just the world in general falling apart and the and, and probably some more robots. Also, it would have taken place in South Africa. Um, <laughs> but fun, fun with that too. Yeah. Speaking positively, because I remember we were theorizing, like, I hope this movie does better when it goes to video. Um, and this might set a precedent for this sort of thing being done. To market this movie when it head to video, I don't think we talked about this. They actually changed the title. Yes, they did. The official title of this movie yeah. is now Live, Die, Repeat. Right. Really? Edge of Tomorrow. Colon. Colon. Edge of That's tomorrow. why my, my dad asked me. That's like, the official title now. Because my, yeah. my dad was red boxing um, something, and he texted me. He goes, what's that movie that takes place over and over again? Uh, and I'm like, Edge of Tomorrow. He goes, oh, not live, die, repeat. And yeah. I looked it up. I'm like, oh, no, Dad, that's just, the, that's just on the no, cover. No, that's the official title you need, It's Edge yeah, of no, Tomorrow. That is like the na- like, that's how you look it up. Live, die, oh. so, so, and what's interesting is it did kill it on home video. It led like the home video sales for a couple weeks. Really? And I've talked to a lot of people that had no idea about this, like maybe saw a little bit about it I, in theaters I, yeah, and I saw it on, on video. Yeah, I don't think that this movie had had this high of a Rotten Tomato score when we saw it. And no. It's now it's 90% higher. now. Yeah. And I don't With think it more was reviewers, 90%. Probably. Yeah, so, yeah so 218 that, fresh reviews. That's an interesting precedent yeah, to definitely. think if... if you know, in the future, if films don't do well, if they're completely rebranded and remarketed, that's for their not video, a bad idea. Yeah, it's not really not. Idea. I don't have a problem with it. Well, no. yeah, because when you're standing at the red box or like you know on Netflix or something, and then that would come up, just those three words, you'd be like, "That sounds cool." Yeah, you know, Never, like you I, I, on, I hadn't heard about this. Whereas right. if you Edge heard of tomorrow, you're like, "Okay, that's hell." I don't like care. Whatever. I don't even care if movies are recut. For their video rentals <laughs> to to try to to try to fix if, things if, if it if it flopped if it why fixed, not if it well, fixes I mean things. that 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 used to be a thing though like when they would show, especially when they would show movies on, on TV, TV when you know it was still not possible or easy to like just buy films a director's you know? cut or whatever they would have they well there was no such thing as director's cut they would back put then. they would put extra scenes in right. the movie that would release on the on the tv because then it's like with extra footage yeah <laughs> like yeah. trying to get you to watch the it. the copy of there's actually two there like i mean this is like way after when you could buy movies but but i remember there there's like like two or three scenes extra in like billy madison that when you'd be on comedy central really i was like That's this funny. is really funny and i was like i don't remember this scene and then funny. it's not in the original huh. for, for years and years and years my copy of star trek the motion picture right yeah you um, that one, right? I, I have a vhs copy that said extended uh, extended edition and i'm like right. okay i bought it on dvd years later and i'm watching i'm like where's all of those scenes i remember that Really right. made it. So I thought, oh, it must be in this director's cut that they released. So I buy the director's cut, and it's not even remotely like the one I had as a kid. So I'm like, how do I get that? So I'm looking it all up. Here, Paramount put out for their one of their many Star Trek releases the TV edition hmm. of um, the motion picture, and the only way you can get it is on VHS <laughs> or watch it on tel- like watched it back in yeah. the. Uh, 80s when they put it out on TV. <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, one of my uh, uh, 
honorable mentions, and I wasn't sure how to do this because the film was only released this year, but it wasn't. It was made like two or three years ago. Uh, actually, no, I guess it was made last year, but they finally got around to releasing it. Uh, Knights of Bad Astem. I was going to put that on my list because I finally got around to seeing it, but then I thought, well, we probably a few people have asked me if we're going to review it, and it's on Netflix now, so I thought maybe we'll do a full review. But I was definitely going to put that on because it's uh, a lot of fun. Oh, that's the role playing movie. Yes. That yep. we, oh, no, wow. not the, the the LARPing movie. LARPing. Because we still, oh. I still want to see that role play movie. Looks funny too. Yeah. When does one, that come remember out? Remember where? Yeah. They have yeah. a group, and then the guy comes in. I he's forget cool. what that's called. That has not that. Yeah, that hasn't come out yet. I don't think. Okay. Um, or if it did, it got buried real fast. Uh, Knights of Bad Astem is uh, it follows the a, one with uh, Peter Peter Dinklage, Dinklage and LARPing. Yeah, it, fo- it follows a group oh, of gosh. LARPers. For those who don't know what LARPing is, live action role playing. It's a level of nerdiness that even I won't do. Um, and they are uh, out and about in a field doing their their LARPing event. And one guy to who was who his character is a wizard, like his character in the LARP is a wizard for authenticity buys this ancient book off of like uh i think he said he bought it off of uh uh, uh etsy or something <laughs> um and here the book is actually some kind of like necronomicon deal and he accidentally not even knowing it raises a succubus <laughs> and so a succubus <laughs> is like walking around wrecking shop on all these people and only they know about it and everybody else is just like running around with like foam swords <laughs> and they think it's all part of the larp <laughs> um it's funny. It's really good. I'm hoping to do a full full review of it. Um, so I got I got a couple more on my list. Uh, Fault in Our Stars. I mean that movie was really really good. I'm just I'm I'm, 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 I'm picturing Parker. I'm picturing Parker sitting in a theater, bawling with Pamela. <laughs> it was very good because it was based on a book, but it was like one where it was. I think only one other movie has ever done this where I have zero well the book did this better or the you know what i mean and that would be like holes with uh mm-hmm. shia labeouf like that was the only other book based on a movie where i was like this movie is standalone amazing and you don't need to read the book at all and if you do they both bring something awesome to the table this movie the the book was was excellent but this movie captured um, so many things they did right. Like they had these these moments where, the because a lot of it is uh the, this romance that happens between the two characters, and a lot of it happens over uh them, um, text messaging each other, and the way they portray it is they 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 show them sitting wherever in their respective places, you know, and they have it all framed up nicely, and um you know you got you know nice music, and then the um the like trademark iPhone bubble will would like pop, pop up, up. A, on the screen in like a very cartoonish way, but like made it so that like them talking back and forth, it like just blended right into the film. Hmm. They didn't have to have them saying the words like in their voices or anything. And like then you can have the same great moments that there's a great there's a great um, over the text messaging. They like they come up with this thing that like the word okay has like uh like Augustus like gets so 
nervous because the word okay has all these like heavy implications. Like when somebody just says okay, it could it's mean like, a lot of it, it's just like true. so much. And yeah. so like he goes on and on about it. And so then like they just keep using that and he'd say something crazy and she'd say okay or like vice versa. And it was just like, <laughs> but yeah, very, very good. And, and not like a movie where you did not go. Oh man, but the book is great. It's a good movie, but the book is so good. Like it was like great movie. E- each which one holds on its yep, own. Absolutely, you don't need, need to, to have that. read the book. It's very very. I need to write great. all these down that I haven't seen to make sure that I. Do and, that. and then the only other honorable mentions I have we talked about on the show, but I'll just go through through them quick. Was Journey to the West? That was up. Yes, there as, yes, as a great film. Great movie. That year. was awesome. The Wind Rises. I know that we didn't super agree. But I did think that it was up there with some of Miyazaki's films. I, I did like the it a lot. The Still being the only Miyazaki film I've ever seen, <laughs> I need to fix that. <laughs> and Box Trolls, I couldn't not put that on. Oh something. yeah, that that movie had like that that uh, uh, yeah. As I'm watching the movie next to you, I'm like, this is a Parker <laughs> film. This is this is that Parker written very, all very over it. <laughs> adorable and cute. So um, yeah. So the the that was the the uh, the end of my list, but. All right. Well, do you, what, have any, what, do you have any ones we didn't cover? Um, no, not really. I mean, the one that I I see. I'm looking at my list now. We talked about that. Talked about that. Talked about that. The only other one that I I still love a lot, and I know the like not a lot of people thought it was as good as I did. Godzilla. Um, yeah. Okay. That, that was on my list, and then it, so many other things were on there. I right. Had to, Take it off. I just I I watched it ag- uh, again recently. I, I broke my rule of not buying. I'm trying not to buy physical movies as much anymore. Uh, and my parents had not seen it, and they were asking about it because they had just watched Pacific Rim. I didn't I didn't realize this when they were talking about it. So I go and I buy the movie. We're going to watch it that night, and they go, "Yeah, well, we we really love Pacific Rim, so we're really excited for Godzilla." I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa. this is <laughs> tonally <laughs> very different. Um, just because you loved Pacific Rim does not mean you're going to love Godzilla, because <laughs> those are two very different films. Pacific Rim is fun and action packed, and like Godzilla, there's a lot of talking. Just be prepared for a lot of talking. Yep. Um, it's but not cartoony, really. No. And uh, the my biggest reason for being into it as much as I am is it was it brought the series back to its roots in my opinion. Yeah. What ma- yeah, it's what a monster was, film. Yeah, what right. made the first Godzilla impactful and amazing and wonderful? I feel has been lost or changed right. over the decades yeah. to being now it's a cartoon and it's silly and it's dumb. No, the first movie was heavy as hell. Right. Um, and I felt this movie had the same implications yeah. of like, no, this is this is what monster this is what monster films used to be. So that's why I really really dig it. All right, everybody. Well, uh, this episode went like a lot longer. Well, we intentionally went yeah, long. Yeah. Um, so we love talking about we movies. love talking about movies. And uh, I personally like just to sit and and have a whole conversation. So we're going to cut these up into various different episodes. So uh, next episode is going to be very similar to this. We're going to continue doing our year in review. Uh, we're going to be doing more lists of top films that we liked. And then, of course, uh, lists of movies that we're looking forward to in the next year. So yeah. look forward to that next week. Thanks for, uh, thanks for Have listening. Have a good holiday. Yep, thanks. Thanks.